A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Yo, Dan. Um, I'm James, by the way. Hi, I'm Dan Hudson. This is A Gay and a Non-Gay. I'm gay. I'm not. So, okay, I take bum... I have bum sex. He doesn't. Not that that explicitly means that one of us would be gay and one of us wouldn't be, because straight people have bum sex too, I'm led to believe, though I still haven't met a person that's openly admitted to having bum sex, like a man, I mean. Welcome to all our new listeners. Happy Pride. Do you not want to talk about that? <laughs> what, have I met a man who... Have you met a man that's openly admitted to having bomb sex? Yeah, my mate does it. And um, one mate goes on and on about it, and the other mate is obsessed with him doing it. So those two talk about it all the time. What do they say? Do you not have those mates who, they ask you something, you give them all the answers, and then they ask you the same thing again the next day. <laughs> so I have that, that with you, actually. No, you don't. I do. Mate one, non-bummer. The non-bum is saying, um, well, I, d- I don't understand, like, how do you initiate it? How do you, like... So he's straight, this guy? They're both straight. They're both straight, right. Okay, yeah, so it's... your friend has <laughs> anal sex as a straight man. Yeah. Congratulations to him, that's amazing, I'm really happy for him. But the other friend finds that confusing, and he's no, asking him about he's logistics. Just interested. He's just very interested by it, so he's constantly asking him. And what, what are the answers really, to the I don't questions? think he really listens to the answers, so he just keeps well, asking him. what are the answers? I want to know the answers. Really know. Does, d- does the girlfriend use finger, or, uh, like, does she buy a dick? What do you mean, does she buy a dick? Like, does she go and buy a dildo or whatever? No, because he's doing it. What are you missing? What do you mean he's doing it? He's bumming her. Oh, that's not a big deal. Oh, for God's sake, that's not what we're talking about. No, I'm talking about a straight guy admitting to getting bummed by his girlfriend. Oh, no. For I've God's what? sake. I've never read that. If he bums a girl, that's not, that's nothing. Cool. Well, for God's sake, I can't believe we just spent like five minutes having a conversation about a straight guy getting bummed. And it turns out he's not getting bummed. No. He's bumming a girl, which yeah. is like so not a big deal. Well, you asked. You know so. there's like a pleasure point in the anus. Oh, can you stop telling me that? Every no, but week, there is though. Week in, week out. There is. Though. I know. You see, so why are you not using it? I don't know. Why are you not using your nectar points? <laughs> what? <laughs> Leave my nectar card out of this, okay? Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Welcome to our new episode. Um, so, sorry we weren't here last week. I don't know why that was. I think Dan was having a meltdown. Um, <laughs> plus, we were both in New York and so hungover after World Pride that it was just impossible to put a new episode out. But we're back. I um, wasn't hungover, just for the record. Dan's writing an article for The Metro, which is a newspaper in the UK, about how to be a better ally. Well, that's not exactly true. That's what they suggested, but I've reframed it. Right. Well, I have used that word in it, but I haven't used it. It's, it's difficult because you can't go around saying that when you're not really one. What do you mean, you're not one? Well, I'm not, am I? I'm not an enemy, <laughs> but I'm not doing anything to help LGBT people, really. So I can't go around parading saying... It's taken me, like, <clears throat> days to write this article because... And I'm, I've no doubt I'm going to get a backlash anyway from people saying an LGBT person should have written this. Hands up here. I'm the one that made you write this article. I've been having to go at Dan for years, being like, when are you going to do something? Like, why is it always me that has to say something? Why do I always have to be the spokesperson of the gays? Why do I always have to do this? And more so just like outside of the podcast, I feel like I'm the only person that's between us doing other profile stuff. So I was like, I want Dan to like put his face out there and be like, I'm a non-gay and I have, I have this big podcast and I, I've got a voice and I've, I'm important. So I, I pushed Dan into doing this article. Poor Dan, poor Dan. Yeah, I know, whatever. But it's been really annoying me for weeks how much you keep coming back at me saying, but I'm not an ally, so I can't write this. Like, well, I'm not a gay person, so I can't write this. Like, fuck you. Well, no, <laughs> and but, I mean that. But I, Sincerely, so I, I'm, I really I'm... mean what I just said. I know I swore. But like, actually, we're tired 
Dan? So I'm the one who's going to get all the backlash from people Why saying this. Why are you going to get backlash? backlash. I'm going to get yeah. it. It's, I'm going to get it. Why are you going to get it? Of course it? I am. People, Why? Because people are going to say, and I half think that anyway. That, really? Why? Yeah. Why? I don't understand your problem with this. Well, but, wait, so, let's, so just, let's, two, let's talk about the content. I hit the microphone. Let's talk about the content in the actual article. So I've said these are things that straight people can do to help LGBT people. Even saying that, I'm like, I don't really... Like, it's just my opinion, isn't it? Like, it's not rooted in anything. It's rooted in your experience as a host of the UK, yeah. or one of the world's... Well, all it takes is someone who's LGBT to go, that's not... That's all nonsense. And I'll be oh, like... God. Yeah, cool. It's yeah, but awesome. you know that that's not true. Well, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not an expert in this field. So, so did they like really... what you wrote or not? Well, I wrote something that was completely not this, first of all. And did they like what you wrote? And then they, they were like, can you actually write this <laughs> instead? Okay, yeah. So I had to reframe it. And now what? Have they said they like it? Well, they haven't got back to me yet, so it might, maybe it isn't coming out. Maybe it won't make the cut. Maybe, maybe it won't, won't make the cut. Who if knows? you see a very long tweet thread next week, you'll know that it, did, it didn't make the cut. Um, Dan, listen, it really frustrates me that you think LGBT people are going to come for you, for you having a go at straight people. That's all you're doing. You're actually having a go at straight people. Not really. Well, you kind of are. You're being like, I don't have this. I don't have that. I'm, I'm a white, straight man. I have all this privilege. Like, I'm not scared of holding hands with someone in the street. I don't have this problem. I'm not fighting for my rights on Twitter to exist, etc. Like, you're pointing out some pretty hard truths yeah. that we, as an LGBT community, have to go through. Yeah. And I think that's kind of important. And I think it's more important, actually, than ever for straight people that do have a lot of privilege to stand up and say, shut up. You're not helping the community. Like, here's what you've got to do, and here's what you're doing wrong. And I think that is much more powerful than the LGBT community just constantly preaching to itself. Because we just sound like we're waving flags all the time, and they're like, oh, shut up. Like, oh, God, why don't we, why don't we have a straight pride? Like, where's the straight flag? All of this nonsense just spews out of straight people's mouths all the time for, for, for one reason, and the reason is that other straight people aren't taking the baton and educating each other, and it's time they did. Yeah. So once again, fuck you. <laughs> For thinking that you are, you don't have an important voice, like that actually makes you not an ally because you do have an important voice. Well, okay, fine, but I didn't say I was an ally. You are, <laughs> but you are, but you are an ally, Dan. I accept the compliment of being an ally, but I'm not going to go around saying, "Oh, I am an ally." Look how much work I'm doing for LGBT people because anybody could write quite rightly say you're not doing anything. But no one's, and I'd be a, like, no one's yeah, asked no, you to no, do. Not. No, so, but you are. But I'm not, though. I'm not. <laughs> but you are. I'm not. I'm... Just because just doing this podcast isn't me being an ally or an activist or whatever. Isn't it? Not really. I've like, been... I know people tell me that on social media or whatever, but that's... Wait, are you just attention-seeking? No. Okay, so this is genuinely what you think? Yeah, of course that's it is. That's crazy to me. How do you not see what you're doing? Can you not... How can you not see what you've created and what you've done? Well, we have created it, but I think we would be remiss to go both collectively go around going, oh my God, we're such great people, we're such great, I'm such a great but ally, you're such a good LGBT say- person. Well, we're a stone's slow from that, No, we? not really. We are. <laughs> are we? Why? So, I don't think we are. I'm just speaking my truth, and, like, and that's all I'm doing. I, I'm very grateful that we've helped people, but that wasn't our intention. We're <laughs> often very open about how that wasn't our intention. Um, we're just two idiots sat in a room recording, and then... Well, yeah. It's great that people think that we've helped them. I have previously stated, and I still think I just don't get that, 
but it's amazing that people feel like that. But I can't go around saying, oh my God, look how great I am. Right. I do this podcast and people do this, that, and I've the other. enough of this. Take the podcast out of it. Forget the podcast. Forget this. Forget any of this work we've done together. Forget all of that. Forget the last three years. If we were just friends hanging out, yeah. it's, a big, it's a big if, but if we were just friends, right, hanging out on the daily and, um, and you came to Pride marches with me and, and gay bars and like wave the rainbow flag, etc. To me, that is still enough. Right. Well, for you as a straight person to write an article saying, I'm a straight person and I'm annoyed with the injustices in the world and it's time that we all stood up. That's enough. You don't need to have a podcast to do that. You just need to be a person that wants to do it. But the fact that you have a podcast will allow them to be able to put that article out there more easily because you've got a queue jump of a million other people that could write the same thing. I'm jumping ahead of LGBT No, but you're not. Because well, am, LGBT, no, you're not, Dan, because LGBT people are constantly writing stuff like this. But it doesn't cut through because it's just another LGBT person saying the same thing. And it just is... It's exhausting having to constantly fight our own battles and we need allies, right? Yeah. So thank you for being an ally and doing <laughs> the job for me. Okay, thanks. Like, it's important mm -hmm. that you write an article like that. You don't think so? I genuinely think that you should be um, <laughs> the Peter Tatchell of the non-gays. <laughs> That's how I see you. I see you as the... Uh, That's an insult to Peter Tatchell. The prophet non-gay. Um, anyway, you've written the article. I'm uh, very thankful. I'm sure it will go out and I think it's really important that that you've done that. And whether you feel like you are an ally or not is irrelevant, really. You're a straight person with privilege and you've taken some time to stand up for what you think is right and tell other straight people how to educate themselves. And that's great. Have I done it for that reason or have I done it to raise my profile? Or I mean, you can't... That oh God, that is such a hard question to answer right now. Yes, but then... Of course you've done it for your profile and our profile. But then that's what everyone's doing. But so I think it's slightly different. There's a problem across the board with young people doing things like that and ignoring the one element of it and parading the other element around. What does that mean? So ignoring the fact that they do things to boost their own profile and pretending that they're doing it for another reason, which is... Yeah. Well, so, I think, sadly, you're a creative and you live in a world where everything is about boosting your own profile. Right. So, That's it. That, that is, unfortunately, what we're doing here. And, and I can't... I. I have to do that all the time i can't post an instagram without freaking out about whether or not i look good enough or whether it's going to lose me work or get me more work like it's impossible but that's the world we live in well it doesn't, so, doesn't have to be the world we live in do well, it, but it is. you need to be the change you want to okay, see in the world that, uh, good luck with that well this is 99 percent the reason why this whole thing is so frustrating because i have all these things in my head and just because everybody else behaves a certain way it doesn't mean that i need to you're not really doing anything wrong though there's a balance between doing something just for profile and doing it because actually it is good and its profile and that's what you've done yeah you've done something good and its profile and i think that's the difference i didn't ask you to write it i mean i know i, I know i said it's for profile but it's not just that it's mainly because i'm tired and i don't want to write it <laughs> and i think you should write it because it's better from you well i did well yeah great that's my point so it's not you're not just doing it for profile that's the and yeah and that's sort of the whole thing here it's like it's important and it's profile. A gay and a non-gay. Two unlikely friends take on the world. So the question everybody wants to know is, did James Barr come on the international tourist sensation Scott's Pizza Tour? Yes. <laughs> he did. Here's what happens. Okay. Good morning. I just left my friend's apartment and I'm heading to meet Dan on the day of New York City and World Pride, the celebration of 
Stonewall 50, the events 50 years ago that led to the queer uprising across the globe. And rather than celebrating that, we're going on Scott's Pizza Tour. It's also so hot. It's like 32 degrees here, 80, 90 something. And I don't want to eat pizza, I want a salad. Okay, I'm on Spring Street. I'm about to meet Talia and Dan at Lom, 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 something Lom. I can't remember. Anyway, I can see a huge bunch of non-gays gathering outside. So I imagine that it's the pizza tour. Here we go. I'm so excited. How's it going? Cheers. How's it going? Come here. Hey, Scott. How are you? I feel like I know you. <laughs> oh, we already met. Okay, right? I'm so honored that you're here. Oh, shut <laughs> up. No. He's like, I listen to your podcast. And I'm like, this guy's are talking about how much I don't want to come to the tour today. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I love it. I love every second of it. I'm going to let you know, I will eat any carb that you don't want to eat. Oh, my God. Thank you. I will. That is so good. And I'll, I'll you'll eat the carbs. I'll take care of it. Just like, you can chew it. I'll lick it. You can taste of it. You don't have to ingest. You can just lick it. You can do whatever you want to. Pizza tour crew, come here, come here, come here. Come here. So I got you covered. I understand okay. the fear. Thank you, Scott. I understand. Oh, guys, come on. How about this? We're going to hang in here for five minutes. I just want to tell you the plan for the day. What have you learned already? Um, that pizza is profound and uh, that there's like an actual oven. I don't know, loads of shit. He was just talking stuck My hangover started kicking in halfway through. It was getting quite real. It's interesting, I guess, that pizza started in New York at the same time as it did in Naples, but I'm not sure that's true. I need to fact, I need to fact check quite a lot of what he's been saying. Do you not feel the same? It's not makes sense. He's really into the oven, isn't he? Uh, yeah. He just doesn't stop talking about the oven. Well, yeah, because that's, that's like critical to make it a good well, it doesn't, I don't know. We don't know about the dough. Well, are you asking about the dough? What do you know about the dough? I don't know. They were selling pizza ovens in Aldi for like 50 quid or something. Really? Yeah. Are you going to buy one? No, I did think about it, yeah. But you'd have to make your own dough and stuff. Well, that, yeah, that's what put me off. Yeah, I wouldn't really be asked to do that. <laughs> you could, I mean, you can buy pizza bases pre-made. Basically. Obviously, they're not as good as fresh, but as a way of making pizza. Cool, right, well, okay. <laughs> we're done here. Guys, quick, quick announcement before we get in a, back in a pizza discussion. We have upped the ante on the pizza tour playlist. Okay? <laughs> Fresh new playlist in honor of June is Pride Month. Today is the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising. Today is the Pride Parade in the city. We have switched to Pride Classics playlist for the rest of the ride. Woo! Feel free to get up and dance. Feel free to wave around flags and, and throw glitter around. Whatever you need to do, James. Thank you. Well, I want it. I want it all. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's perfect because as we discuss the, this mashup of like four different pizzas on one single tour where we have all these totally different things being thrown at us pizza-wise, sauce on top, sauce down below, even if you don't like the taste of it, you still respect it and enjoy it. We all enjoy it together. And I love that. Because even at that last stop, we had a couple people who were like, this is not my jam. Sauce on top is weird for me. I don't quite understand this crunchiness of this pizza. And then you have some other people right next to them saying, this is the best. This is the best of the day. The best I've ever had. Look at this crunch. The second slice that we, uh, or rather, the other slices that we've had today were the triangle. They're, they're a cut from a round pie. That's sort of the standard that we're used to. That's what we're told to do. The grandma that we just had is not standard. That's something different. It's a challenge, and I'm glad you all stepped up to accept it. I love it, okay? 
So, we'll talk way more about pizza in a couple minutes. For now, enjoy the Pride Classics playlist. Pizza equality! I think that's really brave of him to do that because yes, we're in New York and yes, it's Stonewall 50, but you never know who could be on that bus. All sorts of people could be in New York. Yes, it's liberal, but people from all around the world who aren't go there on holiday or whatever. Somebody could have kicked off in front of everybody and in front of him about that. Someone homophobic. This is why you're a great ally. Do you know why? Why? Because you're seeing it. You're seeing the world from my perspective. I'm not. That's exactly what I thought. A tiny bit of me was like, oh my God, am I scared here or not? Am I okay? I thought you were going to have a go at me. No, <laughs> this is why you're an ally, because you're seeing the world through my point of view without me having to explain it to you. Thanks. Well, I think I would have done that before I met you. I think I would have still thought this if, I don't think, if this had happened. Well, maybe you would. I don't In know. In fact, I, I actually would have thought it more, I think. I would have thought, oh my God, this is like a really controversial thing to do. I was looking at everyone on the bus going, oh my God, how are they reacting to this? Because you never know whether someone's just chilled and like, yeah, this is nice, or whether they're like seething inside and they're going to go on TripAdvisor and next thing you know, he's going to be number 21 on <laughs> New York food. Well, you know what? I think if he was, so, he'd be proud of being knocked down. Yeah, no, he would. For that. He do you would. know what? I saw an amazing post by Diesel today. Now, I don't know what Diesel do for charity or whether they give back to LGBTQ plus communities in any way or whatever, but they lost 1,400 Instagram followers because they did a Pride campaign. Right. And they were like, cool. Uh, thanks to the 1,400 <laughs> people that left us. Bye. Yeah. And I just thought that was really awesome. Yeah. We talk about the LGBT sandwich and all these companies banging on about gay stuff, thinking they're getting a profit. And I don't necessarily think it always does work like that. But I don't necessarily think they're always doing it for a profit. But they, Diesel will get more than 1,400 followers back from the PR campaign created by this story. Okay. Well, so you're I, probably right. It's impossible for me to see it like that. It's really tough, isn't it? It's really <laughs> difficult. I love what Darren Stiles, the uh, owner of Attitude magazine, recently said to Richard Branson. He said that without big corporate allies like Virgin, they wouldn't have the money to exist. Right, yeah. And so even though it might be difficult and an odd, strange one when companies are like jumping on the bandwagon or whatever, like we've talked about before, it's actually also important if they're doing it in the right way. So yeah. it's really tough. You can't look at every brand and go, what are you doing? No, but I'm going to be. But, I, but I can be. Cyni- large... I can be cynical and say, well, yeah, I'm not going to give up my ally of the year award just yet. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay, wow. What a U-turn. <laughs> what a U-turn. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. You can get in touch with us on socials at GayNonGay. Um, we're GayNonGay.com. Our new episodes drop every Wednesday. Yes, and we'll hopefully see you in Edinburgh if you can make it. We're at the Edinburgh Fringe, and we're at the London Podcast Festival in September. Get all the details from GayNonGay.com, and don't forget you can donate to our patreon go to gaynongay.com slash donate all the money really helps us it helps us pay for studios and stuff thank you so much is our patreon funny no i was laughing at how many times i'd said gaynongay.com okay we get it james we get it yeah (laughs) happy pride from a gay and a non-gay people on a tour always ask about is it okay to put pineapple on a pizza and it's funny they're looking for some kind of a permission and in reality it's you have to remind people that putting pineapple on pizza is a personal choice that you make that affects nobody besides the person eating it. And therefore, you can't prohibit it. And you, you just can't. You can't prohibit humans doing something that they want to do or that, that, that they feel right doing. That, that they are. The thing that you are, a lover of pineapple on pizza, has no impact on you. And it's just the way that I feel right. So if me feeling right 
makes you feel wrong, that's a you problem. <laughs> Happy Pizza Pride, Scott. Happy Pizza Pride, James. Find us on your socials at Gay Non Gay. Listen at GayNonGay.com or just search Non Gay at your fave pod app.